Thursday afternoon on the muster on Hokanui. Nathan Nelson from Dairy NZ. Good afternoon, mate. How's things? G'day, Andy. Good to be able to have a discussion with you. Yeah, good to catch up. First time for 2023. Um, Dairy NZ, everything ticking over at the moment? Yeah, look, we've had a couple of um, couple of good events and, and well attended just recently from a cow wearable and sort of the cow collars um, technology front through our contract milking event, which was keen to have a discussion with you this afternoon and hope to share some learnings from that for our listeners uh, and where that's relevant. Yeah, for sure. Um, technology is one of those things going forward that can't be ignored. No, that's right. And I guess that was the intention behind those series of events we had for the second field day through the provinces, showcasing what farmers had had available and what they were using and, and really talking through why they'd invested in that piece of technology and obviously costs associated and then what were the benefits they were getting back out of it. So, yeah, look, really timely event, and you could tell by the attendance. Um, yeah, it's obviously a, a hot topic for farmers, and they're really keen to get along and, and hear, and, oh, I mean, I suppose hear from farmers that were actually using that and seeing what they were getting from it. So, yeah, really good. Contract milking as well. It seemed to go pretty good, the workshop last week. Yeah, look, I just thought useful um, context or frame-up piece. Uh, one of our speakers, Paul Bird from DRNZ, done a lot of work um, around a tool that I'll get to in a minute, but they just framed it up, and I think, yeah, it's quite interesting, um, albeit a couple of years old data now, but um, at the back end of May 2021, um, they had their quantified 22% of um, farm structures in New Zealand are actually operated by uh, contract milking or variable to share milking contracts. So I guess just under a quarter of yeah, farms in New Zealand operate that structure. So, um, yeah, just thought that was quite interesting. So, yeah, we had probably somewhere between 80 and 100 at our fair day last week. Um, and if I just talk through a couple of the sort of the key messages and then get to the contract session, um, what we did was we had a, a farmer panel, so a farm owner, uh, a consultant, farm consultant, and then a, and then a contract milker actually speaking. Um, and so those are some of, some of the key messages. And then we had Paul Bird from Dairy NZ speak to the financial due diligence and contract piece that needs to happen. Um, and then had a discussion around sort of what are some of those pathways in the industry at the moment, especially down here from a southern point of view. So, look, if I just touch on some of those key messages, um, really what was encouraged was um, that relation relationship or relational aspect of the contract. And actually, at the end of the day, for it to be a success, um, it needs to be win-win for both parties, for the incoming contract milker um, and also the existing farm owner and I guess that's something that we hear quite often so we tried to drill down a little bit deeper so so what does that actually look like or what do we mean by that um, and I think the first point to note was that conflict will arise um, it's a matter of probably when not if but actually how do you deal with that um, and deal with that in a fair and reasonable way rather than letting those tensions come away actually address them and, and communicate them um, in this particular business um, obviously a farm consultant was involved so an ability to be able to do that and, and perhaps sort of sit in the middle and, and mediate that a little bit. The other key message is actually clarifying expectations and often that's what leads to some of the conflict is that those expectations haven't been clear from the start or actually clearly communicated and or then revisited as the season goes on. Um, and so both parties sitting there with frustrations but they're actually just missing each other a little bit because they haven't yeah, either been really clear or, or revisited them. Um, and then I guess the third sort of key principle there is actually that communication piece. And so, yeah, in, in some situations it's appropriate for that to be um, structured throughout the year as far as formal, formal meetings go. Um, but equally, if there's a weekly or 
fortnightly reporting sheet that's um, in place from the farm owner's point of view, again, making sure as the contract milker that's been filled out and as sort of, you know, as much detail as, as can be expected. Um, so the farm owner has a good handle of operationally what's actually happening, particularly if they're not living on farm or, um, yeah, sort of, yeah, involved in any activities on the day-to-day side of the farm. We can't underestimate dialogue, though, can we, Nathan? I mean, just an everyday conversation, I mean, that's how we talk. Duh, that's a no-brainer. But just in general, though, in business, especially with share milking, et cetera, on farm, um, just talk. I mean, if nobody communicates and nobody's, everyone's going to get frustrated and you don't know where you are. Yeah, and look, I think that's right. At the end of the day, you actually have gone into a business relationship um, and, you know, from a farm owner's point of view, there's their, there's their asset at base for the contract milker. Um, obviously, it's their business as far as cash flow goes around production. So that probably leads to the nice, um, probably leads reasonably nicely into the next session is around, you know, what are those alignments of, of actually farm philosophy or farm system? Um, and so, you know, for the contract milker, what sort of farm system are they used to running? From the farm owner's point of view, what sort of farm system or supplementary system um, is their preference? Um, you know, milking frequencies is that part of a part of a farm system, and again, that's part of that expectation piece. But just being aware on, yeah, like what those values actually are and, and what those farming aspirations are, and not seeing it as simply a simply a job, I think is the, is the key part of it. So, so look, those are some of the key messages around the relational side of it. I guess the contract side of it is the nuts and bolts of it, which is going to make or break it from a financial point of view. And I guess that's where um, Darren has done a lot of work across the country involving um, consultants and accountants and the likes um, and have actually created a tool which is available on our DRNZ website called Contract Milker Premium. And rather than probably what we're used to or some people do is go, hey, what contract rate for a contract milker job are we paying dollars per kilo of milk solid and going, oh, that's a brilliant rate. Yeah, yeah, let's take that contract. It's actually looking at it from the opposite point of view and going, right, what are the costs that it's going to take to run this farm um, and what are they? And then let's work out what those costs are and almost do a backwards calculation to work out what milk price or sorry, what contract rate needs to be offered um, and suggesting a a premium um, for say, you know, that farm running as a farm manager. But then if you're looking at a contract milking structure with a little bit of extra risk for the contract milker, there needs to be a bit of a margin or a premium in there and approaching it from that point of view and then that helps dictate what your contract rate actually needs to be. And just finally, Nath, to wrap up very quickly, um, the dry situation down here in the South, Dairy NZ is here to help. Yeah, look, that'll be the key message for both of those. Uh, we have got people available in the field that are that are keen and, and able to come and do one-on-one, whether it's looking at some of your contract milking um, budgets or expectations. So Darren Smith, our regional partners, keen and available and, and got skills in that area. And yes, certainly for... The dry conditions, I guess, not quite common on that. It's certainly more pronounced in certain pockets than others. But, um, yeah, look, there's help available and support there to either just talk through what your plans are or do some seed planning work or just discuss what those options available are. So um, any one of the, the regional partners or extension partners at DRNZ um, are keen and eager to help um, and support where we can. Good on you, Nathan. appreciate your time on the programme as always. Andy, always nice to chat. Thanks for the opportunity. Nathan Nelson from Dairy NZ. Apologies for the audio quality there, but I still came out with some really relevant points, what Nathan was saying there. Up next, Thursday afternoon, Hannah Blakely from Beef and Lamb.